Okay, sir, we just have to run a mandatory Turing test to make sure that no one in the company is a robotic artificial intelligence. Is that okay? I accept the terms and conditions. Okay, great. So, what is your favourite food? Chips. Oh, interesting. I love a bit of chippies. Computer chips. What'd you say? Hmm? Uh, next question. If I show you this picture of a pipe with the caption, this is not a pipe, what would your reaction to that be? Analysis complete. Clearly, the words mean... Oh, just a bit nervous, are we? Affirmative. Oh, that's okay. We'll just move on. So what is your relationship with your mother like? My motherboard powers me. She gives me great memories. I cannot process my love for her. Okay, great. Well, that really concludes the day. Thanks for coming in, Mr... Uh... Hang on. It says your initials are PC. Affirmative. It stands for personal computer. Oh. Oh, is this my cousin actually has those in Oh, you don't care, you don't care. Go on, get out of here, you're done here. Bye-bye. There are spoilers in this show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast all about a different way of experiencing cinema with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is the man who is American by birth, rebel by choice, Oliver Deer. Oh, it's me, baby. Welcome me back. I was hoping that you would... <laughs> Welcome me back now. What? Welcome back. Welcome back, Ollie. Yay. I was hoping that you'd do an American accent when you responded to that one. Welcome me back, Scott Martin. Do, a, do a the dance, kiddo. Whoa, when did that cowboy hat appear on your head? I don't know. I swear, I was just looking at you, it wasn't there. Now it's suddenly there. Oh, why do they have, on the back of Cowboy's boots, the little stars? I, don't, I think about that every day. What's it for? Is it for snake killing? Like, if snakes come up, they can just ah, yeah. The you, know, you know in... Um, Star kill. <laughs> you know in Kingsman, um, you, like, you, tap, uh, you tap one of the shoes, and then like, a little like, poison tip knife would come out from the top of it? Oh, yeah. That's why it's there. There did, might be... Did you know that? Also, early attempts at rollerblades, <laughs> but the Cowboys found that they had to like fall backwards, and they they would only roll a couple of steps before they'd land on their back. I think about that also. You know, some rollerblades have like rubber at the front of their feet, and that's like how yeah. they stop. I've never used them, but I think like how is that stopping you? Because that's on the front of your toes. So mm. when you lean forward, you're going to propel yourself forward, yeah. especially when it stops. So. You might still go forward. Have you ever been rollerblading? We should go. I would love to go rollerblading with yeah. you. I'd also like to go ice skating. Never done that. Ah, yes. But I feel like you think you're going to buy one ice ticket, but you're also low-key. You have to buy, like, gloves and a beanie and, like, a oh, big no, jacket. Oh, no, I think it all comes with it. Oh, does it really? Yeah, yeah, it does. They provide clothes? Yeah, I've been once I don't before. Want, I don't want that. Someone else's Oh, clothes. not clothes. It's just the boots. You don't have to wear clothes. It's not that cold. All right, let's do it. I want to. <laughs> I want to do it. This isn't normally. We make a little joke that you and I go off track, yeah. and um, and we start talking about ideas for the show. But now we've just got new plans. Yeah. This, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even. This isn't even a sneak behind the curtains of ignorance. Is this team meetings? Uh-huh. It's just our life plans. We're just making plans for next Wednesday. We're just showing the audience how fun <laughs> we are. That we love to go ice skating. Woo. I love to go rollerblading. Yeah. Hey, Ollie, guess what? What have you got? I've got a thought for you. Oh, where'd you get that from? I got the thought um, when you said, Scott, can you do the thought this week? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I really haven't done a lot of thinking lately. Also, before we got into the thought, it may be a question to some listeners why we skipped a week, but judging by the numbers of downloads on last week's episode, sorry, two weeks ago episode, mm. 
I would also make the case that nobody is wondering why we weren't there <laughs> because no one listens to this. Nah. Nah, they do. We're getting good we're getting good numbers. Uh, Ollie and I have been very busy making a movie. Yeah. We're applying our knowledge of this little experiment that we've been pulling for the last twenty four weeks. Uh-huh. And um, and I'm actually in it, charge of making the trailer for it. Yeah, putting you know? it into good use. And um, and I won't be revealing the ending. <laughs> so, something I've learned. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's almost like revealing the ending kind of reveals the ending. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so we skipped a week because we were shooting, and um, that was five thirty a.m. wake ups. Not getting home until sometimes nine o'clock, sometimes. 10 o'clock at night yeah for four days straight baby we were shooting and we're very tired even still yeah yeah i'm i've got coffee ollie's, <laughs> ollie's got a coffee in front of him i've got a water now ollie in the edit for this podcast edit it here mm-hmm. for when we send it away to sin but keep this in for the pod right. because we're not allowed to talk about alcohol on sin right but guys i'm a bit hungover right now <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah if i'm if i'm not my enthusiastic self it's because I'm dehydrated from all the alcohol I had last night. <laughs> <laughs> like really rubbing it in because we know this isn't going in yeah. on sin. Yeah. All right. Let's get on to my thought. What movie did I watch this week, Ollie? That's my thought. <laughs> That's your thought. You watched Blade Runner, the original, yeah, this week. I sure did. All the way... To the end, I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but guys, not really all the way to the end because I'm so hungover. Right, he's been, you've been sleepy today. I was sleepy. Yeah. I got through it and um, we'll, get to, we'll get to discussion about that later. But my actual thought is, yeah. is there any benefit to a film having multiple cuts and additions uh-huh. yeah that's right because i just asked you before the show hey scott i'm just checking which, which cut of blade runner is supposedly the best one that's right the best one is supposedly the final cut the final cut released in 2007 regardless is Re- there a benefit i got this idea of this thought during our shoot because me and our actor mm-hmm. michael was talking about blade runner i completely forgot that the blade runner sequel was even a thing let alone that it's um coming out quite soon it's out now coming out right now so um <laughs> I, I was proposing to him that maybe having multiple cuts is a good thing because if you're a big fan, yeah, you get different experiences of something that you like. If yes. there were four different cuts of Psycho... Right, you'd love to watch all those cuts, wouldn't you? I'd watch them and then I would say... Someone would be like, how many times have you seen Psycho? And I'd be like, Ooh, how many times have I seen which one? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of different, you know? The good example of two cuts I can think of is Lord of the Rings... Notoriously, you haven't seen them. Yeah, I watched the... Um, Very notorious on the, of you. On the topic of me falling asleep during movies, which never happens. That is a movie that I fell asleep during. The first one. Yeah. they Those movies are, I think, two and a half hours long, usually. Mm-hmm. The, but the they have, theatrical cut? Yes, they also have extended cuts, which have become my my norm for oh, watching them. Oh, you prefer them? Uh, yeah, yeah. Every okay. everything included in the extended cuts is really good content. So why was it cut then? Because of time. Because yeah. they they're now three and a half, th- near three and a half hours long each or something. Mm-hmm. So long that in the DVD they actually have to put it on separate discs. That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was y- a, yeah. a, a there was a Final Fantasy game. I think it was Final Fantasy thirteen. And if you played it on the PlayStation three, yeah, it all was on one disc. But okay. if you play it on the Xbox 360, four oh, different yeah. discs. Because Xbox 360 sucks, man. Yeah. 
if I feel like I want to show someone Lord of the Rings, I will be watching the theatrical. Yeah, but if I yeah. want to just watch it myself or with other big fans, we'll be watching extended. Do you think that if someone cared about the theatrical just fine, would you still recommend that they watch it again but with the more stuff? Uh, or just keep their point No, no, I, I would actually still say keep watching the theatrical until you actually really like it. Because okay. it's like, the stuff in the extended doesn't necessarily matter towards the plot, but it's really cool seeing it all. Yeah. And there's I, a lot of content. I think you and I can both agree that when it comes to having multiple cuts, it's better if there's more content. But if, yeah. there, if there was a cut, like Blade Runner has lots of cuts that Different. stuff taken away yeah. and like rearranging scenes, which change the like ambiguity at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Like it makes it a bit more subtle one way or then mm-hmm. a little bit more clear the other way. That's not such a big deal. But when it's just more content given to somebody, I would prefer that. Yeah, right. An extended thing is different from a director's cut. Yes, Because exactly. a director's cut is changing plot or, or enhancing them. Another example, notoriously, is Donnie Darko. There's the Donnie Darko theatrical and director's cut. And I like the director's cut because I like a little bit of clarity. And oh, I find okay. that if, you, if anyone is to watch Donnie Darko first viewing i would have a hard time believing anyone if they Got said it. they understood it 100 oh, wow. um if you watch the director's cut you could understand but what they do in the director's cut is literally put in title sequences to explain some of the things oh that's oh, okay so it's sort of like oh it's people think oh it's just tacked on to make you understand it but at the same time you if you're that. the first per- <laughs> time watching it it's like you're not going to get it otherwise even though i've seen sweeney todd lately Mm-hmm. Half of your story just then, I was thinking of Sweeney Todd. Right, both names, dark gothic films, sort of. Do any of do they both have Depp in them? Is, is that literally as far is is Donnie Darko a musical? No, Donnie Darko is Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> and Who? Maggie Glicken, Glickenhall. Yeah, that's I, said, right. I pronounced he, it wrong because I was thinking, oh, you're gonna make the joke soon, <laughs> and I said Mally Glickenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's got her in it, too. Well, great. Well, I, I think that that was a good thought for a first-timer, do you reckon? Yeah, you you did some critical thinking. Yeah. Some deep thinking. Moses Sumney there with Don't Bother Calling. Ollie, what did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was bloody brilliant, laddie. <laughs> I just said, Ollie, we're back on, and you <laughs> straight up ignore me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Great. Let's, uh, let's talk about a movie that we watched today. Yeah. And by that, I mean... I watched it, and you watched a... <laughs> <laughs> I watched a 10-minute uh, YouTube video called Blade Runner in 10 Minutes. The description was, this is something I had to make for my edit class. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it That's was very good. helpful. Yeah? Because I, it, this Blade Runner I've seen before. It wasn't too fresh in my memory. I just looked up the 10-minute recap sort of thing and, re, um, and read the plot again just to get it all fresh in my mind. So we watched Blade Runner, famous cult classic. Um, people know that it was released in... 1989, I, th- I think. No, you oh, idiot. My facts are wrong. Blade Runner is a 1982 American <laughs> neo-noir science fiction film directed by Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. And starring Harrison Ford. Yes. Um, Rutger Hauer, Sean Young, and Edward James Olmos. Yes. and ever- The <laughs> script was written by Hampton <laughs> Fancher and David Peoples yeah. and is a loose adaption <laughs> adaptation of the 1968 oh so close to do androids dream of electric sheep by philip k dick there we go i finished the sentence for you my baby girl he gets it um now there's also many cuts of this because i believe the controversy or the drama was 
they released the film and Ridley Scott wasn't happy with it yet. Oh, really? And they released it and he was like, no, don't do it. And then in 1999 or something, they were like... 1992. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. The and director's cut. Yeah, they released director's cut, but it still wasn't like him. It still He still wasn't in charge of it. He just wanted it done. And then in 2007, he finally made the final cut which he says is the the correct cut, and everyone agrees, yeah. I think. Well, I'm reading here, in 2000, which was eight years after the director's cut, right. it took Harrison Ford eight years to watch the director's cut. He said, um, although he thought it was spectacular, it didn't move him at all. <laughs> he gave a brief reason. They haven't put anything in, so it's still an exercise in design. So there you go. They they lit, they had to make another version of it because it, they didn't really change much. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. And classic Harrison Ford saying he wasn't emotionally engaged because that's sort of his character, isn't it? Yeah. I I don't mean in the in the movie. I mean just Harrison Ford in general. Harrison seems Ford. to hate things. Hell yeah. <laughs> so anyway, in um Blade Runner, Harrison Ford plays a um a daring character who is told to never run with scissors. <laughs> and out of spite of for his mother, grew up to be a Blade Runner, <laughs> an elite team of policemen <laughs> whose task it is to stab robots with their sharp scissors. <laughs> That's what Blade Runner's about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see that that little that little <laughs> jaunt you just did is actually very similar to a conversation I had with my dad today. <laughs> I'll, uh, I've, I've got the message up right here. Um, hey, Scott, what are you doing? Watching a movie. Blade Runner. Um, and then he gave his thoughts on the new movie, which I, I, won't, um, okay. I won't say. Right. And I said, I'm watching the original for this week's episode of Ignorance is This, and the next week's will be the new one. That's a cool idea. Thanks, Dad. Have you seen the original? No, sounds like rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> to which I just wrote, Right. And then he wrote, mate, did five, uh, <laughs> five uh, space bar. Um, I use knives all day. No need to be scared of blades. <laughs> My dad's a chef for everybody wondering. Um, I just thought that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Uh, and a comedic chef at that. Yeah, he's a good boy. Anyway, why don't you explain what Blade Runner's about? All right, so Blade Runner is about a man who was an ex-cop, played by Harrison Ford. His name is um, Deckard. 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 <laughs> and um, his first name is um, Rick. Yeah. And um, he's out of the game. Yeah, as cops are. Often yeah. in movies. Um, and then uh, spoilers are happening at the beginning of the film saying there's actually been um, some of these um, replicants. There Robots. are four of them on the planet mm-hmm. um, and they went nuts up in space. Yep. Now they've landed on Earth. They're ready to cause some trouble mm-hmm. and uh, Harrison Ford needs to go and kill them because he's a Blade Runner. And that's and what Blade what Runners do. That's what they do. And it's not called killing. No. Nope. It's called it? retiring. Retiring them, yeah. They don't serve their purpose anymore. They So the replicants are stronger than humans, but almost identical. Yeah. They can only be told apart by administering sort of a um a Turing test. What it, but what's it called in the movie? It's something else. I don't know. It's, but, a, it's, um, a, it's a test where they answer... Ask the robots questions, and they have a, and they have an extreme close up of their eyeballs. Yes, and they're looking for a, a movement in the in the irises. Yes, 
and yeah so this is considered a classic this movie's been around for so long and yet it's still referenced in pop culture today Mm. it's been one of the not only most influential movies of all time but it has defined a genre it's made neo-noir basically a thing yeah and um in terms of visuals and aesthetics even in 2017 it holds up that was my first question for you do you think blade runner holds up visually it does it holds up visually i completely understand well if you if you talk to someone on the street now about blade runner they're not talking about how cool it is that the 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 replicants are a little bit faster or whatever it's nothing to do with plot or anything like that it's nothing to do with performance it's just straight into yeah but they made a 2017 world in in 1982 and it looks amazing yeah it looks it looks crazy Mm. This was early '80s, and they've got flying car effects that look pretty sweet. Yeah, like it doesn't look like old uh, Doctor Who TARDIS being pulled up from a string no. on a green screen. <laughs> it was just yeah, just amazing. But like, I I don't want to just like stick around on that because that's yeah. While that is the selling point of the movie, it's um you know it's not anything today. Yep. It's just I can I understand that it it looks good and it would have looked unbelievable yeah, in the in definitely. the 80s definitely what's your next question you've got questions for me i oh, like this. only a couple of questions now when i watched it for my first time i could i was a younger lad in in my teens um oh yeah <laughs> you got you're going to talk about the snake scene the snake scene yeah there was um nudity in that scene i thought that's what you were getting at no i was in my, i was a little boy i was in my, uh, my uh, early teens no it was a, the, the first prayer i've ever seen i'll tell you what no, <laughs> i'll never forget it yeah, no i just i remember hearing about this movie called blade runner right sounds like a really cool title it and everyone's does. saying oh it's this awesome science fiction and i love my science fiction and then i watched this Nerd. and it was i think it it's action lacking right it's not much action it's very little action yes it's a lot of dialogue and philosophical talk things i didn't understand (laughs) when i was younger yeah um so for me it wasn't really engaging i just remember god they're talking about all this stuff i just want to i want to oh my god it's a robot yeah let me see more robots yeah no i'm with you on that i think i was expecting more action than what i got yeah um and at the same time this is where I'm really going to put my foot in it, but I I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a lot to do with that was I just thought it got a bit boring. Right. The pacing of it is really slow. Yes, I've heard that it's quite weird it's, paced. Yeah. Like, yes, visually it holds up, and it, it was still a movie that like I enjoyed for the most part. It's still mm-hmm. a good movie, but I'm, I'm so excited for next week when I get to see the best of both worlds. Right. You know, I get to see what a 2017 version of Blade Runner is going to be. Yeah. Like, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Created by Dennis Villeneuve, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, but he he seems to also make some films. I've seen most of his recent ones, mm. and they can be kind of slow in a yeah, sense. Yeah, they sure can. You've seen Arrival? Arrival's quite slow. Arrival's but it's, very But it's slow. very tense, though. It's yeah. very build-up. What else has he made? He's made uh, Prisoners. That's with Jake Gyllenhaal and Who? Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. You and your little who when I say glicking glow. <laughs> Why did you say it right the second time? Um, um, he made Enemy also with glicking glow. Uh, Sicario. The character from Skyrim? <laughs> no. <laughs> Cicero? No. Um, Sicario, it's that one with Emily Blunt. Oh, and nice, she goes. Yeah. Let's make it. <laughs> <laughs> 
What a, what an episode. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> he's done Sicario. And yeah. So he's so he's got a good track record. He has an awesome track record. Okay. Cuz out of those I've only seen Arrival and, yeah. I, and I loved it. But anyway, so Blade Runner, I wasn't super engaged and you don't seem like you were either. However, watching back today, I now find robotics very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like my my current 20 21 year old mind finds mm. it very interesting. So when I was watching all the 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 Turing Turing tests where they're talking to the robots and trying to find out if they're robots or not. I found all that very in- intriguing. Yeah, watching those conversations back. And that was the um that was the first scene in the movie as well. So that's a very good way to um draw in your attention. Yeah. And then I was watching back all the scenes where it's it's very much n- not not action, but it's the the robots are trying to ask questions about their reality. The main evil robot he meets his maker, and then you're brought into question whether this the robots are bad guys or if all the humans are bad guys you what did you what think I... who were you siding with because people consider harrison ford is the villain yeah he's a bit of a he's a bit of a baddie y'all seen chappy yeah i've seen chappy i feel like the replicants were kind of like the human characters from that oh yeah yeah definitely you know like the, the... d, d- antwood yeah d antwood <laughs> yeah. so, so the guy from d antwood is all like i'm gruff and i just want to no one get in my way yeah but then the girl is like trying to be like kind of sweet towards this person because i can get information out of them later for, I, for some reason I oh just my god they are downward yeah <laughs> that's weird yeah right <laughs> what did you think of the end then because the end is a perfect sort of the conclusion of the philosophical and it's also kind of a bit yeah. actiony i've well are you not talking about the ver- the very final scene because i was about to make a joke do you want should i wait <laughs> yeah wait <laughs> all right i'm talking about um when roy the main bad robot with white hair yeah um, I hated this. It confronts confronts Harrison Ford and then dies. Yeah, I hated that. Did you hate it? Yeah. Are you aware that's like an incredibly iconic moment in cinema and yeah. f- and film and this film? It was so. It was so. I don't know if I hated it, but like, <laughs> I was, you're allowed to say you hated it. I was tired. Yeah. And I think at one point I I closed my eyes thinking I'm just bloody rest my eyes for a second here. Mm-hmm. There'll be a there'll be a loud noise to uh to perk me back up in a second. And I swear I was out like a light for two minutes. Oh my god! And, and I and I open up my eyes and it's still those two. <laughs> and it is. And Harrison Ford has been like slowed down to like twenty five percent. So you just slowly see the water dripping off his chin. Oh yeah. In in incredibly slow motion, and he's just staring at him. And I was like, did I miss something? And that's I went right. back, and I hadn't. They that's, just really make it slow. That's that's right. Once once Roy dies. They just stare... Well, Harrison just stares at him for about two minutes. Well, Harrison, I don't think, wants to kill him. No. So he's just letting his battery run out, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's a cool way to to end one of the characters because it's different than the three other things that we've already... It's just Harrison Ford shooting his gun. Yeah. But did did you hear the monologue? Were you awake (laughs) for the monologue? Because Um, the monologue is sort of iconic. When he says, um, lost like tears, lost uh, in the rain. Yeah, we're lost it, in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool monologue. Yeah. I just, he was just dying for two and a half minutes. Because you realize that he's a robot, but he has emotion. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? It's really, um, it's really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I was really tired when I watched this I think, one. I think it's fair to say you didn't enjoy the philosophicalness. Or you, or, I, I barely or even remember though it. it's because that was the main content of the movie, it just didn't engage you. Is that fair to say? 
Oh. Because every scene is about the questions of robots and humanity and what yeah. is consciousness and... I think that it just wasn't what I was expecting. So yeah. my So my air quote disappointment here was a simple case of I've had an idea of what this movie was for literally my entire life. Yeah. Um, and away from aesthetics, it was completely regular it was a it was a regular old movie okay what made it a neo what like what drove that genre was because of the aesthetics of the of the landscapes mm-hmm. yeah because it all because it all looks really nice so i was i was just expecting more more action less dialogue uh phil- philosophical stuff yeah it's not that i didn't like it it's just not what i was really expecting yeah. and i think I, I will watch this again before the next episode okay let's watch well i'm gonna watch um uh, two thousand and forty nine. Yeah, um, yep. I know that's not the way to say it. <laughs> it just sounds so dorky when well, you say that's it. That's like how that. they'll say it when we get to that year. Yeah, <laughs> year two thousand and forty nine. And um, and then I'll watch this one back again because I do want to give it another chance because I was literally asleep for yeah. for a bit of this. But at the same time, I understand why you would not like it because people do talk about Blade Runner like it's this, you know. They just say, oh, it's a science fiction film about robots. Yeah. And the, if you think robots are the enemies and it's called Blade Runner, you think there's going to be some sort of conflict between the, movie the humans I, and the robots. The movie that I watched immediately before this was um, the first Kingsman movie. Yeah. I, like, oh, yeah. There was, there was not half an hour of a gap between these two movies, right? Mm-hmm. And that movie literally has a, 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 the main baddie is running on Blades. Oh yes, that's right. So, <laughs> you thought she was going to be Blade Runner? Well, I, I, I wouldn't have bloody mind seeing seeing a character like that in Blade Runner. But yeah, it, look, it was it was fine. I'm happy that I've finally been able to see it now. Yeah, right. But it's definitely that the fact that you thought it was going to be possibly more of an action film. I thought it was going to be like a masterpiece. Yeah, considering all the accolades that it's got, well, I people think do it, consider it one. Yeah, but I don't think it's great. I think it's good. Right. Okay. Do you think knowing now that it's what what kind of movie it is mm. and going back to watch it and appreciate the philosophical shit that it's preaching rather than waiting for it to move on? Because that's how I definitely feel I would have watched it the first time. Just yeah, you know, yeah. get on with the dialogue. I want to see I want to see um robots. <laughs> <laughs> Can you ask um what you were, what I thought you were going to ask before in which you said what did you think of the last uh, the last shot. Okay, so what did you think of the last shot, Scott? Boy, I've already seen Inception. Right, <laughs> bring it, bring it in. Wait. <laughs> Good high five there. So the last, the last shot is, is it implying that what's his name might be a robot? Might be a replicant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be, um, halfway through the movie, he has a dream about a unicorn. Yeah, that's right. And then, um, this guy. Played by um, some Italian man. I don't know his character name or his actor. Ah, uh, the gaff. Yeah, he's a good player for the West Coast Eagles. <laughs> um, so the gaff kind of says, "Hey, time to go home now. You've had a, you've killed all of these robots." Yeah. He looks down as he's about to get into this elevator, and he sees a origami. The, the origami unicorn. Yeah. Origami unicorn. That kind of implies that maybe. Some kind of shared visual dreamlike situation uh-huh. that could imply that either they're both connected in some way by being replicants, and replicants like don't dream or whatever. So that would have been I don't know. 
Right, and the book the, is the book is called "Do Robots Dream of Electric Sheep?" Exactly, right. and um, my joke there is that it's exactly the same <laughs> ending as um, Inception. It's an object placed on a on a table, or in this case, it was on a floor. Yeah, and he walks by it, and then he go he stops and looks at it, and then he has to consider what it means for half a second, and then. That's the end of the movie. The audience also must consider what it means. Ooh. It's interesting because I know that that unicorn dream that he has early on in the film is not in any other cut uh-uh. except for the final cut. No, uh, actually, I don't think... I think it's in the um, the one before it. Oh, okay. So in the director's cut, which is the 92 one, mm-hmm. it says there were four major changes to the original theatrical cut, and one of them is the insur- the insertion of a dream sequence of a unicorn running through a forest, the original sequence of the dream showing Deckard uh, intercut with the running unicorn, was not found in a print of sufficient quality. The editor was thus forced to use a different print that shows only the unicorn running without the intercutting of Harrison Ford, and it suggests a completely different interpretation at the end of the film. Gaff's origami unicorn means that Deckard's dreams are known to him, implying that Deckard's memories are artificial and that therefore he is a replicant in the same generation as Rachel. Okay. Very interesting. Which means I got it right. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, see, that's something I definitely don't think I ever picked up on. And I may have not watched the final cut. Yeah. So that's interesting. I wonder if um, then in 2049, we're going to have the answer to our question. Is Deckard a... Yeah. Is he a little robot man? I think that they will tackle it. Yep. I wonder if um, Kylo Ren will kill <laughs> Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, but I do I do wonder if he's going to die because it just seems like Harrison Ford is getting brought back into all these old franchises that he's been in and it seems like the perfect thing to do with his character in any situation is yeah. to kill him. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the I th- like a lot of people are like Harrison Ford's back in it baby. He's coming back for this. He's coming back for this. And therefore Harrison Ford is like, he's happy to be back and he's just coming back to his roots. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so that they can all kill him, kill that character, Mm -hmm. so that he doesn't get to be asked in interviews anymore about that series. Yeah. (laughs) This is all an elaborate... He just sat down one day with a scotch in his hand and a little toy fucking airplane in the other because he loved, he's a big pilot. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. And uh, he just thought, if I go back to these movies... I'm shutting up heaps of people and I'm going to earn millions of dollars. He's doing it just so people don't ask him about it. Yeah, that's the kind of life that Harrison Ford lives. He wants on-screen closure of his characters. There is no room for interpretation. I am dead. Lightsaber through the heart. I bet there's another Indiana Jones coming out, right? The, uh, uh, I think someone said confirmed, but they haven't confirmed if he's back. Oh, okay. Because if he is back, I reckon first ten minutes, <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. Well, I wonder if even in in Blade Runner, they're not going to give him the the screen time as we're expecting. Yeah, I, it's one of those things where like he's on all the posters, but I'm wary to assume how much he's actually in it. Yeah, if if you've got Harrison Ford in a in a Blade Runner sequel, you you've got to plaster that on your posters even yeah. if he's in it for a flashback or not well it's probably good because he doesn't have to do a lot of running around he can do a lot of philosophical talking hey very good all right that's the end of blade runner i think for yep. now yep we'll talk more about it next week we'll have more to say once we've seen the new one rex orange county there with television 
So far, so good. Ollie, that, he's a brand new artist that you and I have just getting into in yeah, the last couple of really weeks. really liking this guy called Rex Orange County. People should give him a listen. We found him because uh, he's prominently featured on uh, Tyler the Creator's new yes. album. Surprisingly also not from Orange County. Oh. Suspicious even. Sus- yeah, why would you say it? <laughs> the Real Housewives of Rex Orange County. <laughs> All right, let's play a game. Ollie, this, let's play your game this Critically time. Critically acclaimed versus critically lame. It's the game where anything can happen. It's where I give you two little haikus. You determine which haiku describes a good movie, which describes a bad movie. That's why it's called critically acclaimed, critically lame. Very good Which name. one is it? Which yeah. one, which one, which one? This week, kind of easy to spot the um, similarity. My two little haikus will often relate somehow. But here they are. Best friend of sporting celebrity foils baddie's plot to kill sports star. Okay. That sounds interesting. Does that, make, does that sentence make sense? So there is a sports star. Yes. He's a celebrity. Yes. His best friend yes. stops that celebrity from being killed. Yes. Okay. Great. That sounds like a cool idea for yeah. a movie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Suspicions <right>. rising. <laughs> um, old sports star... Outranked by millennial players and attends rehab. Attends rehab? That's a different... <laughs> so... Wait. Both about sports Say stars. Say the second one. Old sports star outranked by millennial players uh, and attends rehab. Uh, I don't think it is what I just thought it was. Yeah. But if I if I just throw a movie name out there, can you tell me if it's one of these? If, if it is one of those? Okay. Is one of them? It's not the first one. It might. It's might be the second one. Yeah. Is the second one seventeen again, starring Zac Efron and the guy from Friends? <laughs> no. Because he goes back into a millennial body and he's still oh, playing. Yeah. He's playing basketball. Hey, that does make sense. That does make a lot of sense. He doesn't go to rehab though. I can't remember it, but I feel like that could have happened. We've seen that movie at least three times. We've talked about it on the podcast before, I think. Yeah. That's how significant that movie is. To us. To us. Yeah. Why? He's 17 again. Um. We should make a sequel. Five again. <clears throat> oh, we just go lower? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? So we've got we've got an old sports star being outranked by a younger per- player and he also attends a rehab habilitation okay. center sounds like something that adam sandler would make right it's like oh i'm old and guess whose fault it is that i'm old the youngers oh yeah you know i see that and the other one is best friend of sporting celebrity mm. foils baddies plot to kill sports star See, that sounds cool, but at the same time, again, it also sounds like it could be very terrible. Could be an Adam Sandler one. <laughs> yes. My okay. best friend is the most famous sports star in the NFL, but I found a plot to kill him. That's not what he sounds like at all. Is one of those movies um, The Bench Warmers? <laughs> <laughs> no. I've seen that movie probably as many the, times the, as the, the old sports again. star one might describe Bench Warmers, maybe. I don't know about rehab again, but look, I'm gonna go with my um with my initial gut feeling. Yeah. Which the first movie sounds like it could be cool if executed well. Mm-hmm. Ah, a little pun there. Ah. Executed, executed well. Yes. Now this clearly wasn't executed well because you've spoiled the movie for me. Have the I? The sports star does not get killed. Yes. All right, that's that's gonna be my guess. Um, <laughs> I've been on a bit of a losing streak with these lately. Yeah. I, I have. Did I you, had, yes, you have been losing. I had about like a 15, 16 week strong uh, streak of this, yeah. and I think I've got most of them wrong ever since. Perhaps I'm finally outsmarting you. Yeah. You, your haikus are getting better. Mm-hmm. 
please tell me that that's my guess officially confirmed um the first movie is the critically acclaimed movie right and the uh and the second movie is critically um lame right you're wrong yeah <laughs> wait let me play the sound effect yeah, uh, so. get what you deserve there matey I'm going to catch up to you with, I think, eventually. Yeah. Beating you. Someone that isn't us, um, make a tally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. So, um, the, uh, the first one. <laughs> You're head wobbling. I, over I was head wobbling <laughs> because I, there is a little joke going on here. All right. Best friend of sporting celebrity fails, ba- uh, foils baddies plot to kill sports star. It's Cars 2. Oh, no. <laughs> cars 2. Um, Mater. <laughs> Mater the car. Yeah. Oh, no. He, he becomes in league with an international spy agency and must foil the plot of oh, these bad geez. guys to kill all the racing stars. Have you seen this movie? <laughs> it's yeah, I have. I've seen it. Right. I've, I, I would, just for half a second there was contemplating saying, just say no, Scott. Just say no. <laughs> but I have seen it. I watched it when I was um, sick in bed one day. All right. And, um, was I it bad? It. You yeah. hated it. Yeah, I hated it. Right. I had no idea what the hell was going on. It's a kids' movie. They're like going along like the Vegas Strip, like the the equivalent of the Vegas Strip. Yeah. And then they go into like what is supposed to be like a bar, and I'm like, how do they all fit through the door? Yeah, the right. Because reading the plot summary, I was like, it doesn't sound like a bad movie. Like I know it's bad. I know this is Pixar's only badly reviewed film. Mm-hmm. Um, how did they let this happen? I don't know. And I. I even read a little quote about John Lasseter, the director, saying why he made it, and he was like, "Oh, when we were to- when we were um showing, doing the premieres for Cars One around the world, I just had a vision. No, you know, and he was like, look, when we were in Japan, I was like, what would Mater do in this situation? Jeez. <laughs> get get like, out of here, so John dumb. Lasseter, <laughs> bloody Mater. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. the second movie is uh, Cars Three. Fuck off. <laughs> Old sports star outranked by millennial players and attends rehab. I was trying to work the crash into there. Yeah. Like he has a crash at the start of the film. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes into like rehab for it. That's come out, right? But I was like, if I mention. released. uh, Yes, it is. Okay. And it like, it wasn't, didn't get great scores, but it got 68%. And. Oh, so close. On the thing, it says like, people really liked this one compared to the previous ones and it was emotional and it was whatever, you know, they liked it. So yeah, <laughs> I've got you with the old cars trick. Yeah, oh, did you, this is the third time that's happened today. The old car trick. Ah, oh, it's the it's the first one in the book. Noticeably in the synopsis, Mater does not feature really much at all in Cars Three. I wonder if that was a good decision mm. because apparently Mater's uh, Cars Two was all about Mater. Yeah. <laughs> And people just don't care about him. I like the voice actor of Mater. I really yeah. like Mater's voice. Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> um, um, my turn for my game, in okay. which I quiz you. Let's see if you can beat me. I beat you today. Yep. Yep. Okay, so we're going to play a game called The Fruit is Acute. This is a game in which I present to Ollie um, five different flims. Uh, you attempt to guess what the uh, the score is on Rotten Tomatoes. The aggregate uh, review website for Flims <laughs> and um, your favorite website of all time. Now, okay. You're having withdrawal no, symptoms okay. because you've been without this for what, 26 weeks now? Yeah. I actually stopped going on Rotten Tomatoes last year because it was spoiling a lot. Oh, okay. 
yeah, ruining a lot of films that I wanted to see. So you're not you're not getting like rotten rotten itches. No, your no, 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 no. It's okay. Yes, like you said before, with your game, um, mine also has a bit of a theme. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you can um, catch this theme. As All what right. I've done in the last couple of weeks is I've tried to give you a head start on what you think the theme is. Yeah. So after two, I'll, I'll ask you what you think yeah. the theme is. What what percentage on Rotten Tomatoes did um the Great Gatsby get? Mm. This is a movie from two thousand and thirteen, mm. I think. Soundtrack by Jay Z. Fifty eight. Incorrect, oh, blah, Ollie. Blah, blah, blue. No, um, no, no. A little bit worse than that. Forty eight percent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Baz Luhrmann. Mm. I like Baz Luhrmann. I know people don't. Why? Do, <laughs> why do they not like him? Because his films are weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> people it. really like Great Gatsby, though. Like, I've heard a lot of people who've watched it being like, yes, I love that movie. Yeah, right. But I guess critics are just like, no, stop it. Bit boring, maybe? Well, if you've ever seen Baz Luhrmann's style, you understand why it's kind of weird. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. M- movie from way back. What has the aviator got Ooh, on... So Leonardo DiCaprio is immediately in both of these movies. Okay. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Good. <laughs> Did you not want me to know that? <laughs> You're like looking around like... uh. I was low-key expecting that you wouldn't know much I'm, about Aviator. I know what the Aviator is, son. All right, well, tell me what it <laughs> has on percentage. 90. <laughs> you are correct. I'm correct, Amundo. Uh, 70... No, uh, 87%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which is up there from a movie that isn't Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> What about a bit of an animation? You and I were talking earlier about animation. Cars 3? Yeah, we're talking about cars. Similar to that vein, um, Zach Braff's led Chicken Little. <laughs> God, I, I really hated Chicken Little. Really? Don't know about you. I have seen it, but I don't remember anything about it other than the sky is falling. I just remember that they were being attacked by aliens, but then the aliens weren't actually evil, and it was bad. But were they actual aliens? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were aliens, but they were like, hey, we're just trying to be your friends. <laughs> and then Chicken oh, Little's like, I'm a chicken. It's like, why does it matter? Now he's like off in his little um, personal space bubble having fantasies. Yeah. Because Zach Braff and uh, Scrubs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was doing there. Um, what does it have on Rotten Tomatoes? So mm. you think it's bad, but... I think people liked it, though. Mm. I think critics thought it was good. Right. Thought it was good chicken shit. Is it a winner-winner chicken dinner <laughs> yeah. or not? Um, I'd say let's go like 73%. You already had your finger on the damn wrong button. Not even close, Ollie. No. 36%. Oh. You were right with the critics. Good. Well, um, I'm good. I, I'm happy it was bad then. Your, your preteen <laughs> thoughts of these films was the same thoughts that actual critics had about that film. I remember... Like seeing the ads for it and being like, we have to see Chicken Little, <laughs> and then and then the alien shit happened, <laughs> and I was like, nah, that's that's bad. Yeah, this right. is this. It was like th- my first realization that movies could be bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, what <laughs> what is the Rotten Tomatoes score? Something 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 Dark Side. Oh, okay, from yeah, the, the, the Family Guy. Family Guy parody. Second Star Wars parody. From the original. After Blue Harvest. Yes. Right. Maybe this is the third one. I have no idea how they score. Probably really can bad. You, can you not? Sorry. Um, I'm throwing my glasses around, making little noises in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with your fiddling. Get your fiddle, uh, fiddle spinnily. 
What do you reckon this has got? <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I reckon the Guys, critics. I'm very tired. I reckon critics hate Seth MacFarlane. Probably. Yeah, right. probably. Um, mm. Oh I'm, well, Logan Lucky's doing well. That's but right. They also they say hated that Seth MacFarlane. He was the worst <laughs> part of it. Ah, uh, it's probably got like thirty-two percent. No. Ah, okay. Um, it's got fifty percent, and oh. that's off two critics. Oh wow! So this is um, barely reviewed. So it didn't. It didn't have a score. I had to work it out. I had to do oh. the tough maths. <laughs> there was a, there was a fresh and there was a rotten there, and I was like, oh, what could it be? <laughs> All right. So um, noticing a trend. Am I noticing a trend? <laughs> Is Leonardo DiCaprio in the Chicken Little um, and the other one? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Go to the next one. What percentage, um, since you were you were loving Cars 3 a little while ago, what's better, Cars 3 or Kung Fu Panda 3? Now, I know Leonardo DiCaprio ain't in Kung Fu Panda 3. Maybe you have to reconsider the theme. Or maybe he's in this. Is you know, it to do with an actor? You, you know the... I can't tell you that. You know the... The cast of Kung Fu Panda Three, dude, it's got Angelina yeah, I, Jolie. Yeah, I know. I know. It's got a lot of cool people in it. It's got Cranston. Cranston's in it. He's another panda. The new panda. Oh, the new panda on the he's, block. No, he's he's panda's dad. Po- Poe's dad. Yeah, he's Poe's dad. Yeah. All right. Well, is it good though? It's a third movie. You would think that it would be bad, but you know, like it wasn't like panned like the the second Cars was. If it was that bad, you would know that it was that bad. Yeah, you right. Know? So, what do you reckon? I know it was yeah definitely worse than the other two because the two the second one was like amazing it had a peacock <laughs> <laughs> the the third one I'm gonna say like like sixty five but no you're wrong oh not again this movie has the same score as the first Kung Fu Panda hmm. which is eighty seven percent oh really people like the third one and not only is that crap a lot no Ollie it's like people love it. What do you think my theme was? Can I just chuck in a quick thought about Kung Fu Panda? Yeah, hell yeah. And I just realised that then when we were talking about it... I want to watch these. Poe seems... Poe? Yeah. Is he the only one with a name that's not an animal? Oh, well... um, Because there's monkey? There's snake? Wait, are they called... I think it's called snake. Oh, Mantis? Yeah, there's Mantis. Um, Um, I know that the tiger? tiger is called... No, it's not called Tiger. Her name is like Tigress. Well, no, that's not... I don't count that as a separate name. Excuse me. <laughs> that's just tiger with S on the end to make it a girl's name. Ollie, now you're just thinking of animals. Yeah. Well, I know a they're dum- in there. A dumpling? I know they're in the movie, though. Poe Dad? You think that's the character, Ollie? Poe Dad? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got... Um, I don't know what's happening. Oh, I know that the, the, the white tiger in the first one is a, is a Chinese name. I don't it? know, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. You're you're more right than I was expecting. Yeah, so, um, good. So Lucy Liu plays Master Viper, which is a yeah, Viper. snake. Yeah. Um, Master Monkey, Master Croc, Master Bear, Master Chicken. Yeah. Look at me go. <laughs> but um, J.K. Simmons plays Kai, who is a yak. Yes. Um, spelt uh, K-A-I. Because he's a villain. Um, I think all the villains have names. Because Peacock's not called Peacock. And Brian Cranston uh, as Poe's biological father. I bet is oh hang on it says here now this is a funny joke. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Cranston as Lee Shan Poe's biological father and uncle of Dim and Sum. <laughs> now isn't that good? <laughs> Where do they come up with it? Someone someone's just playing the character of Grandma Panda. 
<laughs> anyway, clearly Star started is you've literally got Jackie Chan in this thing. Maybe the, maybe I'm giving you hints towards what the theme is. Maybe I'm throwing you for is a Is it loop. that there's like a lot of stars in each of them? You, you, what, they you have an ensemble cast? Got ensemble? I don't know. You think Chicken Little? Maybe yeah. actually, I don't know yeah, about Chicken Little. Maybe. No, um, do you want me to tell you what yeah, it is? Yeah, tell me what the theme is. <clears throat> the Great Gatsby has the character um, being played by Tobey Maguire. Um, the Aviator has an actor called Alan Alda in it. Um, Chicken Little has an actor by the name of Don Knotts. Something, 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 Dark Side has Seth Green. And Kung Fu Panda 3 has uh, Brian Cranston in it. I don't get it. There we go. I don't get it. Um, they've all been in commercials for Atari. What the hell? Um, which is which is featured prominently in Blade Runner. It's plastered all over the... You've got drink Coca-Cola and you've got your Atari symbols in every shot of Blade Runner. You telling me before, oh, are you picking up on the theme yet? Yeah. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good psychological games. You're I'm stupid. I'm You're learning. stupid. This is not this... stupid. This is the most in-depth and and the and my personal favorite theme that there's been. Yeah. I I don't, don't want to just talk about how many movies Dustin Hoffman's been in. No, that's fair enough. Uh, this is a, a big part of Blade Runner is having the the Atari symbol all over the place. Yeah. And I thought I've got to I've got to capitalize on this. Damn. And they all those actors: Tobey Maguire, Brian Cranston, Seth Green. Who do you think, out of us, pulled the biggest stunt today with my <laughs> double cars or your Atari your Atari snake shit? Well, <laughs> that's such an obscure reference. <laughs> um, head over to our Twitter and um, I'll post a poll and you can vote in who had the better segment today. <laughs> I think that's it for the show. That sounds like it's bloody it. Um, you can catch us oh, here we go. on YouTube, Facebook, and Gmail. What else? And Twitter as well. Yeah. We're on iTunes as well. We're on Billboard 200. <laughs> Are we? Yeah. This is loose. This has been a loose episode, <laughs> hasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> ignorance is pod if you want to get in contact via Twitter. Uh, ignorance is this podcast is Facebook and Gmail. And if you want to listen... To some of our other content, our other visual content, like how Sony makes films, and um, which is going a little bit viral, not to yeah. tune our own horns. No, it's yeah. got like over a thousand views. We're on Vine. <laughs> We're not on Vine. Vine is defunct. Uh, that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, we've done the plugs, which means there's only room for one more thing. Oh, the haiku. Now, this has been a long time since I've written a haiku. The last one was in... Um, We're on Pokemon Abridged. The last one was in... Um, the Silence of the Lambs episode, which, because of its sheer length, is by far the least downloaded thing we've ever had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it was a quiz, and the quiz was very personal, <laughs> and a lot of people were trying to open the doors to our new listeners, yeah. and they don't know who I am. Nah. So um, this is a, this might be a first to some people. Uh, you've They've heard your haikus. There's now it's time for my haiku. It's yeah. not very good. I'm, I'm just hyping it up. I'm very tired. <laughs> Okay. Rick Deckard dreams of unicorns. Harrison Ford dreams of sequels dying. (laughs) (laughs) It's a callback, baby. Hey. We talked about that earlier. Good night. Clap for us.